Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Outtakes. I'm Laurie Baker. This show is with actor and voiceover artist George Del Hoyo. Days of Our Lives fans are well acquainted right now with his character of Orpheus, who along with his fellow inmates and partners in crime, Clyde and Xander, have managed to break out of jail and are currently terrorizing the citizens of the town of Salem. George talks in great depth about returning to the NBC soap opera, as well as discussing his successful career as a voiceover artist. You have probably heard him on countless shows and commercials and have never even realized it. And here he is. I actually remember from having watching Days, you know, most of my life, your character of Orpheus coming on the show in the 80s and causing all kinds of, uh, you know, uh, drama. And now, 30 years later, we see you back on the screen as Orpheus, terrorizing Salem. How surprised were you when you got the call to come back to Days of Our Lives? Uh, I, I, you could have knocked me over with a feather. I mean, I was just stunned. I, 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 I had to have it repeated to me. I said, that, I said, well, that's the most random, unexpected, out of the blue thing I've ever heard. I said, I, I, I can't believe that. I mean, what an idea. I said, well, first of all, he's dead, isn't he? I mean, didn't he get shot? And they said, well, you know, in <clears throat> traditional soap fashion, there are ways around it. And they said, so don't worry about that. And I said, well, I thought about it for all of two seconds, and I said, yes, of course. That sounds like the most incredibly interesting, fun thing to do, because because um, I just thought, what when in life well, certainly in the theatrical life, but to revisit something you did 30, nearly 30, it was 29-plus years ago, that uh, you did something 30 years ago, three decades ago, and, and the same character, it just it just doesn't happen. I, I, I just, I've never heard of such a thing, and, and with the same people, I mean, a lot of the same actors, and, and, uh, and to just go back and revisit, relive... Um, Reimagine something. I, I I just thought, wow, what a what an extraordinary opportunity. Just from a, I don't know, just from an art, artistic point of view. Just thought it would be so fascinating, even from a human point of view. Um, and it was everything I hoped it would be, and more. I I was thrilled with the experience, with the people, with the uh, reception I received from the actors, old friends I have not seen in all that time. And um, they were just kind and generous and helpful, and and uh, I just had a, I had the best time, uh, really. But I was surprised. I was stunned. I still think it's one of the yeah, most. Well, it was so out, long out ago, and it. Uh huh. It was so long ago, and then knowing, you know, I remember, you know, the main Orpheus scenes were with Marlena and Roman mm-hmm. and and Steve and Kayla, and now with these scenes that we're seeing with Orpheus breaking out of jail, you are working with those same actors. Again, it's great mm-hmm. that they welcomed you back. I was wondering, you know, did you guys, like, have to refresh your memories on what happened with those stories? Or? Well, maybe a little bit. There was a little bit of that um, where we 
didn't this happen or this or that? And of course, there's stuff online on YouTube and stuff you can watch uh, uh, snippets and videos. Um, but I, I dragged out an old VHS copy of my last scene of being shot uh, on the island by by uh, Drake Rome, playing Roman, but it was in, turned out it's John Black. But <clears throat> And mm-hmm. so I watched that with my family to show them, and there I was with a mullet and looking much, much younger. And uh, um, So we didn't do too much uh, having to refresh too much, but, um, but uh, I, yeah, I, I, was, I was just, it, we, we didn't have to do much catching up either. Just, it just, it's almost like we just picked up where we left off. It was, it was really nice. It, it just really, really a warm, happy experience. Well, how do you like uh, working with James Reed and Paul Telfer? Uh, they played Clyde and Xander, the two partners in crime to Orpheus. Well, these gentlemen I'd never met, and um, mm-hmm. I, I know just James Reed just basically because we're the same generation of actors, and we were, you know, kicking around here at the same time, coming up uh, as young actors. But I'd never worked with him, and I've just seen him at auditions as a younger actor, and then. In, in Paul, I had never met, um, but uh, it was it, it, it was so much fun to work with them, and I I'm enjoying watching the scenes because I think there's a real there's a nice chemistry there, there's a nice uh, flow between us, and um, and so we developed I think a kind of uh, trust uh, relatively quickly in terms of working together, and I like the way the characters are differentiated there. They're, they're um they're unique in the sense that one is one is a hothead reflexive uh emotional uh, type in in uh Xander and then you've got this kind of uh oh street smart homespun country kind of character uh, who's uh a little more mature but you know just a different sort of social strata and education level, but real wise and, like I say, a, a man of, of the of the of, of country. And and then you have uh, and then you have this sort of cerebral psychopath and uh, yeah, or sociopath in uh, in um, in Orpheus, and uh, who's obviously very well educated, well read, and and. Uh, he is uh, driven by blind uh, hatred and so and and revenge um and so it's interesting to you know see them all three play off each other and of course there are problems and the characters compete and all of that um but uh but it worked out quite well we we enjoy i think we all enjoyed ourselves working together and i was glad yeah i absolutely agree with you about the dynamics of of the three different characters i especially enjoy orpheus and xander because yeah as you said orpheus is the one who's very methodical we stick with the plan we don't you know and xander's like let's go kill everybody now you know (laughs) (laughs) right i think it's very fun uh, mm-hmm. To see what's and it's also just a real, I, in my opinion, the storyline is a real like caffeine shot to the to soap because uh, you know, it's just nobody knows where these guys are going to show up next, who they're going to terrorize next, what's going to happen. And, I mean, I, I I'm really enjoying the show. So you know, being in the soap opera again after having been away, you know, for 30 years, do you find like the experience of being on a soap opera has changed. I mean, I always hear how fast the pace is now as compared to, like, 
how it was in, you know, 87 or 88, you know. Absolutely. It's changed uh, dramatically. Uh, I was uh, forewarned of this by uh, one of the producers called me and sort of welcomed me over the phone and said, we're looking forward to having you. And I just wanted to walk through the, the system now. It's a little different than you remember it, the pace and structure of how we do things. I said, okay. And he basically said, you know, we're, we come in at a certain time in the morning and then we're out by five o'clock every day. It's a hard out. He said, you can, you can schedule your dinner reservations if you want, because we're not staying over. And we're going to do basically a show and about a third, 1.3 shows a day, basically. We do a full script plus at least a third, sometimes more, of another episode. And so we move very quickly, and um, and what that means is you're going to have to come in, get the hair and makeup, uh, get in, in your wardrobe, go to a quick uh, a run-through rehearsal, quick rehearsal, and then be ready for camera block. And we right after the first camera block, which is you run through the scene for the camera for the for the crew. And uh, they get their instructions from the director, and then we shoot it. And we want to get it in one take. And we're not going to do multiple takes, and so um, so it's going to move fast. So I said, so in other words, come in with your lines memorized, get dressed, get in makeup, and get ready to do it. <laughs> he said, yes, basically <laughs> that. So I went, okay. And um, and it was great, actually. I found it uh, a challenge. I, I found it... Uh, um, I think it was um, Samuel Johnson who said something like, "Nothing concentrates the mind like the prospect of being of a hanging or being hung," you know, and um, or something to that effect. And it's kind of like that, you know. Nothing concentrates the mind like knowing you've got to do this now, quickly, and uh, so you you tend to, you know, really get into your three-point stance, as a, you know, use a, a football metaphor, and get ready to have the ball hiked and go because there's not a lot of it's not going to be a lot of uh, just messing around or wasting time. You're just going to have to get to it and be prepared. And, and I think in the the whole cast is that way. People are ready. People, there's no cue cards. People don't read things off some somebody holding a card or something. And 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 they're concentrated and prepared. And uh, it's 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 a it's a great exercise for an actor. Um, and uh, I really loved it. I, I really, I mean, like I say, it was the first week I was so tired. I felt like I could collapse. So at the end of the week, I was, my mind was tired. It was felt like, you know, meat that had been sort of, <laughs> you know, beaten or, uh, as, uh, you know, with a mallet. It was just, my brain was just so, so, um, so tired and uh that I just pretty much slept all weekend but you get you you got you you get more and more used to it as you go along and um and I've just found it a fascinating exercise I I said to people it's kind of like summer stock in theater you know we got this play to do let's learn the lines we open Friday you know what I mean and you just yeah you know, learn a, learn an entire play and the blocking and and everything and you're up you know is you don't have a lot of time to to talk about it or think about it so in a way, it was like summer stock in terms of, uh, of acting for camera, and and I I liked I liked the challenge I liked it it was it was interesting. 
Yeah, I think the actors, you know, they're very good in the soaps. It's got to be the hard, one of the hardest ways to act. You don't have the luxury of a lot of rehearsal or a lot of time. You know, it's very much right. just that breakneck pace, and to make it work at the breakneck pace is just, I think, must take an incredible amount of skill, you know, and like you said, just real sharp focus. Um, yeah, concentration. I mean, honestly, like a, there were days where there were, I mean, if, sorry to interrupt, but in the, in back in you know, my original uh, tenure there, there was, um, I mean, I thought it was, thought it was fast then. Everybody thought it was fast. And you would do a whole script, which could be, you know, 70, 80 pages in a day. And, um, and the day could be from 6 a.m. to 7, 8 o'clock at night. You know, you just stay till it was done. And, um, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, you rehearse, and then you'd go away and think about it and talk to other actors and take your time and come back another two hours later and then for a camera block, and then you'd go away again and come back. And so it was it was a little bit, there was just a little more time in the day to process it. And um, and this was so quick, I I sometimes would have, you know, 25, 30, 30 pages of dialogue and be home by 10.30 in the morning, you know, because it went that fast. And... Um, and so it was really amazing, and 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 for example, you know, just to give you a, a sense of it, you know, if you're doing a feature film, you're probably shooting a page to a page and a half a day, you know, because you're lighting, you're rehearsing, there's all kinds of stuff that goes into it, and um, and and lots of coverage, and uh, and then if you're doing a nighttime sh- uh, primetime show, you might be doing eight to ten pages a day. And uh, and long days, but nevertheless, eight to ten pages. And and uh, when you're talking about now doing over a hundred pages a day, I mean, you know, that's that's quite a jump, you know. So I think the people that do it have a real admirable skill set, you know. I think sometimes people tend to look down on actors who do this kind of work. I mean, some people do, and I never have, A, because I've done it, and B, because I know what it takes, how hard it is, and I respect people who who do that and, and work that quickly and have to make it work incredible and, and have relationships and all that. I, I, I have nothing but admiration for people who work day in and day out doing that. It's hard, hard work, and they're dedicated and good actors. What do you enjoy the most about playing the character of Orpheus? And the answer about getting a paycheck doesn't count. What do you like? <laughs> do you like uh, well, yeah, well, I I just like the fact that he is. Um, I think he's funny and interesting, and I mean, he says funny things. They write it very well. It's, he's he's uh, cerebral, and he has these sarcastic. Uh, comments and um, so he has a real sense of humor, a sharp, sharp, edgy sense of humor. Um, and uh, I like some of the references. I liked how yesterday I, I said to Kayla as I she lay sleeping. I said, "Ill, ill met by moonlight, proud Titania, um, which is King Oberon in Midsummer Night's Dream," um, and. Uh, it's a great line. It's a beautiful line, perfect for that situation. But that's 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 takes some real thinking on the part of the writers to come up with that. And uh, so I like that the, the the intellectual aspect of him and and the and the wry, biting humor that he has. 
I like the fact that he is um, single-minded, driven by this great, great pain that he felt so long ago. And and I think in life, you know, we all experience loss and pain. There's no getting around it, but it's how you respond that counts. It's it's you know how you how you ultimately have to embrace your own narrative in life. We all have a story, a narrative to live and some people are always at odds with the narrative and always rejecting what's happened to them and they're always dealing with that that inability to 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 grapple with the truth of their lives and in in terms of Orpheus clearly he chose not to accept something so so painful and to deal with it by trying to inflict pain on the people that he believes caused it no, it was an accident, but he believes that uh, John slash Roman uh, caused this, and um, and this pain in his life, and all the people around him, his 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 wife and friends, and so he's determined. He's just and 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 that kind of thing builds up its own steam. Once you go to the dark side, it kind of it kind of uh, exponentially grows over time. You know, you just it festers and it's it's it metastasizes it's like an emotional cancer that just eats at you and so i think that is what drives them and that's the kind of thing that can keep a person alive it can keep them alive through a lot of like being in prison or, or whatever you, because you have a single focus something that drives you a target a an obsession and so i think that's that's interesting to play and um and I understand it. I, I mean, I understand how a person could could be that way. And so, uh, so it's easy to get behind it, you know, to to motivate it and and to get behind the pain and the anger and the rage. Yeah, I think the writers also did a good job of tapping into that when Orpheus had the dialogue with uh, Roman slash John, you know, about his wife, and then you realize, oh yeah, that happened, you know, and just and so it really. I think they're doing a, a good job with flashbacks and bringing it back, you know, the whole mm-hmm. background. So, you know, especially yeah, for those of that, who too. saw the original run, you know. Yeah, you'll see more of that as it goes along. Um, there's a really interesting scene coming up, I think, pretty soon. I don't know if it's today or next Monday or Tuesday. Um, with Joey, whom I have now taken, you know, captured uh, mm-hmm. uh and kidnapped, and so there's a there's a really nice episode where Orpheus just kind of lets his guard down a little bit and opens up a little bit. You can see his emotional torture um, of what he's living with and carrying around, and that that, that was really I loved I loved that they did that. Um, you know, it's I tell you what's interesting too, just just fascinates me. This is not really about about the show or about acting, but it affords the opportunity for me to look. Just the other day, there was a shot where I was, it was a it was a recall. I was sitting there, I don't know if you saw it, I was sitting there alone in this warehouse, and I think the last thing that I say is, it, who says you can't go home again, you know, I think it's the, the Hardy line, and I go, well, um, I say, but before that, there's a flashback. He's sitting there alone, and he's flashing back on his wife being, no, of, of, of Orpheus, Shooting, or yeah, shooting Marlena, and having uh, John Black or Roman uh, bent over her, thinking she's dead. Well, it turns out she's just tranquilized. But, but there's a flashback of that scene 
I think it was a Stockholm Stockholm scene, yeah. And so yeah. I, mm-hmm. yeah, and and then there's this. It comes in the camera comes in really close to me, a, a tight shot of me 30 years ago, as as young Orpheus, and then it dissolves into the same angle, same about the same close up uh, size shot of of me now today 30 years later. And I was watching with my wife. I said, wow, that is absolutely the rarest, most fascinating thing that you could see yourself just 30 years go by and just see one shot, a next shot. When does that ever happen? When? I mean, it, I, I honestly can't think of it. It just, I mean, obviously you can, you can edit people in movies, say, oh, here's you know, Henry Fonda at age 30, and here he is at 60, and you can do that. You, but, but just in a show, in an actual show that you're watching, for that to happen on on the screen, I just thought that was so interesting. I mean, I mean, I suppose some people would be horrified to see themselves that way, but but I just, from a human point of view, I just thought that's a fascinating, fascinating thing to see. You know, for me. Do you have like any favorite scenes or storylines, either from your time in the '80s or from these current shows, uh, that just really stand out in your mind of work on days that you really were proud of, really enjoyed? Well, you know, I I liked the uh the stuff we did back then in Stockholm, um which we shot at Universal on the back lot and uh I think originally at the time we there was talk of going to Stockholm doing a a European uh location and that was sounded cool and exciting, but yes, they decided that was pretty expensive and decided to, to just do it on the back lot of Universal and some of the European streets and um and I love that because I'm a big fan of old movies and of, of old Hollywood and Hollywood history. So I had been a contract player for Universal for a couple of years. I was one of the, one of the in the last group of contract players they had in the um when I first came out here in the 80s. And um in 78, 79, 80. But um but anyway, so I'd worked on some some of the, I've seen some of those sets and lots and I mean uh, you know uh, just old period sets and so I'd I'd been there but but to, to be running around the streets where Frankenstein was shot you know in these European mm-hmm. little streets and cobblestone streets and and fake buildings and that I just I thought wow this is this is Hollywood history and I remember just those whatever a week or ten days we spent there just having the best time we did some night shoots and we were running around with guns and and uh, it was just a lot of fun it was like uh you know a kid's dream come true oh that's and, and wonderful today, you know, about scenes now the scenes that i like now um well you know they're all really there's so many interesting scenes that are coming up i like i mentioned the one with joey and but there's other really cool stuff encountering different different people, different actors and different characters and what they have us do um is pretty is pretty radical. I mean, I, I I think you're right, Laurie. It's fun to see the town, the entire all the characters in Salem galvanized by this event, this arrival of these three people and what they're doing to the town. And you you wait to see that it's pretty radical. I mean, it's pretty interesting what they what they've devised, the writers, and I commend them for that. It's, it's really good stuff. Well, not only do you know the daytime audiences 
know you as Orpheus, but also in Hollywood, you're a very uh, prolific voiceover artist. I did want to ask you, what are some of the uh, shows that we would recognize your voice from? Well, that's interesting you mentioned that because you were talking about the technology that allows you to do what you do. You know, that same kind of technology, I have worked from my home for years and years. I have a couple of studios in the house that I use to send my voice all over the world. And uh, um, mostly my voice goes to various studios here in Los Angeles, but I've also worked for, of course, for New York and Chicago and and uh, Atlanta and uh, Washington, D.C., as well as London and Germany and other places in the world, Australia. So um, that's it's fascinating to have that kind of technology. Um, but yes, I started doing voiceover about 17 years ago, um, and uh, it's just something that started a little bit at a time, and then it just took over my life because, actually, in truth, I started it about 20, maybe 24 years ago, but about 17 years ago, I I it got so big and so so much work came my way that I stopped doing on-camera work. And so, in point of fact, uh, this arrival on Days, this uh, return to Days, um, is the first time that I've been on camera in 17 years. So so that was also fun for me because I've been thinking about doing more work on camera over the last uh, year, and it was almost like... Uh, some kind of wish or hope or prayer that you put out in the air and then it just comes back in, a, in the most unexpected, wonderful way. Um, and it, it could have been better because what a way is like being thrown into the deep end of the pool and say, I hope you remember how to swim, you know. And um, <laughs> so so mercifully, I, 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 it, it did come back to me. The strokes came back to me. But, um, but uh, so yes, uh, so I've been doing voiceover for a, a long time, and um, and uh, it's been great. I've been doing, uh, I've done hundreds and hundreds of films, trailers, uh, campaigns uh, for films, um, and I've done um, uh, I've done Fox, the, the Fox Network. I did for about 16 years. I still occasionally do some things for them. I'm doing something for them today, but but I was almost. And I did almost entirely their their show lineup for many many years, and a lot of people would uh, know me from all the all the advertising for American Idol, all the spots for American Idol I did for for 12 years I guess 12 or 13 years, and um and um and but I did all you just all of the shows that you know from Fox for many many years, including some sports and radio and. I also did ABC Family for 10 years, almost all the ABC Family shows. Um, and like I say, feature films, promotion of feature films. So, so um, and trailers, yeah. So, so yeah, there's a lot. I mean, people have heard my voice over the years. They just probably just didn't know it, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's amazing to think about, you know, how, how much work you've done. I, I was just thinking, wow, I wonder how many times I've heard you. I didn't know I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no question, no question about it, no question about it. And movie trailers and, you know, just lots of, I mean, just recently I, I did uh, the, uh, um, what's it, um, 
Oh, the Ice Age. The Ice Age. I've done all the Ice Ages, so they had another one just this summer, and I did all the entire campaign for, for Ice Age, um, the fifth installment of that film. And uh, so... Yeah, it's been a it's been a great a great uh, run in voiceover. I've enjoyed it. It's been really really great for me in terms of it's been lucrative and and a positive thing in my in, in my life and my family's life. But but I'm enjoying the idea of uh, doing some acting again, and I may do some theater and uh, and some things I'm thinking about. Um, so yeah, so that's exciting, and I, I that's that's what's so amazing, Laurie. This was such a gift, this 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 opportunity. What a great because you know, I mean, you you could go back and do an episode of something, you know, a guest shot, and that's great, and and perhaps I mean that I will get that opportunity, but but to do as many shows as I did, um, a lot of shows, one after the other, over a period of a couple of months, you know, that was really great because you get up on the horse every day and ride again, you know, and, and, and learn from your mistakes. And, and just, it was able, I was able to get back a lot of, a lot of what I, a lot of the technique and, and knowledge base that I have was refreshed. And, um, and I think, you know, watching myself now, I, I like what I've learned over the years, not only from other things I did as an actor since days, but also the, the years of, of not working as an actor, but just reading and using my voice, I've learned a lot. And just by observing, sometimes you need to stop doing something to really learn about it. You know, to watch and and uh, study it from out from off off the field. You know what I mean? Well, it's wonderful seeing you uh, back in back in front of the camera again and on days. And maybe this will lead to to other acting jobs for you uh, the, as you want to go, and if you do theater in New York, let me know, and I'll come see the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did uh, b- b- some, that's where I started. I did uh, yeah. Broadway and off-Broadway, yeah. So, um, before coming out here to do Universal, but thank you, Lori, that's great. I'm, I'm thrilled to meet you and talk to you, and, and thanks for mm-hmm. the wonderful conversation. And thanks to the fans who remember Orpheus, people like you. Thank you for that. It's It's very gratifying that that I'm remembered that way. It's it's fun to have created this character and to have that be part of my own personal history. I I uh, I'm grateful for that. I'm enjoying revisiting it. Please like my Facebook page at Outtakes and Blog Talk Radio and follow me on Twitter at Laurie's Outtakes. Until next time. <laughs>